What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! My name is Alan Davis. And I'm thrilled to that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As the gospel can save and deliver a person from the most dangerous time in human history today. Isaiah chapter 13 verse 5 talks about the weapons of his indignation. And Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 25 also talks about the weapons of his indignation. And only one Babylon is destroyed or destroyed by fire or swept with destruction suddenly in the Bible And that's a future context. This destruction comes from the north. As Russia in Ezekiel chapter 38 verse 15 and Ezekiel 39 verse 2 is spoken about as from the north parts. Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 3 says this about the destruction of Babylon. For out of the north... There cometh a nation against her, which shall make her land. Here's talking about Babylon being a land desolate, and none, none shall dwell therein. They shall remove, they shall depart, both man and beast. Someone is concerned about their animals as they're getting them out. Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 9 talks about these mighty expert arrows, as it says this, their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. There's going to be no malfunctioning of any of these arrows. Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 48 says this, for the spoilers shall come upon her from the north, saith the Lord. When we think about Russia, an individual must think about the RS-28 Sarmat or the Satan II missile that can eliminate the entire state of Texas, wipe out France, and disintegrate England in a period of six minutes. Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 48 says, For in the day of trouble... They shall be against her roundabout. But there's hope through the gospel message, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the coming great king. 
If you're an individual today who would like for someone to pray with you or for you, give us a call at 646-314-3625. That number again is 646-314-3625. Exercise your God-given right to cast your vote. For it's prophecy time. You are special to us. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, Alan and I would like to send you a book entitled The Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 Bible promises that will be an encouragement to you. Please go to our website, which is bronxbbc.com. O-R-G, and scroll down to PayPal. Don't forget to leave your address. Be sure to keep your dial set at 570 every day at 2.30, Monday through Friday, for It's Prophecy Time. Powerful, positive radio. It's Prophecy Time. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, The Doom of the glory of kingdoms in Isaiah 13 and 14, part four. Babylon is where the action is, and there's no doubt about it whatsoever. And we have six major Bible passages or texts on Babylon of the future. The first one is what we're going to be looking at today, Isaiah 13 and 14. Number two, Isaiah 47, one powerful chapter in the Bible. Number three, the entire book of Habakkuk, three chapters altogether. Very important for us to understand. Number four, Isaiah 17 and 18. Two very important chapters also. Two of the most powerful chapters in the entire Bible are Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, chapters 50 and 51, as it's talking about the destruction of Babylon, this last of the nations, a nation that came into existence near the end of time and only has a very, very short history. And then, sixthly, Revelation 15, 1 to chapter 20, verse 6. So we got six major texts on Babylon altogether, three minor ones, Isaiah 21, Zechariah 5, and Psalm one. 37. In Isaiah 13, 1, that is our text today, it says, The burden of Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos did see. A burden means an utterance or chiefly a doom. And we've already covered four of our 12 major events in Isaiah 13 and 14. And for those individuals who have not been with us over the last few days, we want to go back and just give you one verse in this text of Isaiah 13 and 14 and cover four of these major events for you at this moment, kind of going back and referring to some of these verses that we've already spoken about. Number one, This fiery, sweeping judgment of Babylon that comes upon Babylon. 
And ancient Babylon was not destroyed from off the planet in any kind of a fiery Sodom-like overthrow. But notice what it says here in Isaiah 14, starting in verse 21, talking about the king of Babylon, a king of Babylon. A king is over a land, a nation, a kingdom. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people, all these people killed. The seed, the children of evildoers shall never be renowned. Prepare slaughter for his children, for the iniquity of their fathers, that they do not rise, nor possess the land, nor fill the face of the world with cities. For I will rise up against them, saith the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and son and nephew, saith the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the bittern and pools of water, and I will sweep it with the besom or broom of destruction, saith the Lord of hosts. So here we see in Isaiah chapter 14, this fiery sweeping judgment of Babylon. Number two, the greatest of all earthquakes connected to the destruction of Babylon. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 13, Therefore will I shake the heavens and the earth. Notice this. The earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Number three, the destruction of all these cities. If the earth is going to be shaking and rocking and reeling, as a result of the destruction, this fiery destruction, as a result of these mighty expert arrows, all shot in a period of one hour, it's going to be shaking the earth and destroying all these cities throughout the entire world. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 15 through 17, talking about Lucifer here. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man? that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof and destroyed the cities thereof and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not the house of his prisoners? That's a question. Number three. The second coming of Jesus Christ, spoken about in Isaiah chapter 13, verses 6 through 11. How ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand. The day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. Therefore shall all hands be faint, and every man's heart shall melt. And they shall be afraid. Pangs and sorrow shall take hold of them. They shall be in pain as a woman that travaileth. They shall be amazed one at another. Their faces shall be as flames. Behold, Isaiah 13, 9, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light, the sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. So here we see four major points, four major events surrounding the destruction of Babylon. 
Number one, this fiery sweeping judgment. Number two, the greatest of all earthquakes destroying all these cities in the world. That was number two and three. And then thirdly, the second coming of Jesus Christ. In the book of Revelation, there is only one destruction of Babylon. And in the book of Revelation, Babylon is destroyed. Jesus Christ comes back immediately after that destruction. Jesus Christ comes at the Battle of Armageddon immediately after this tribulation period is over, after the Great Tribulation period is over, the tribulation period and the Great Tribulation period ends at the same time. And Babylon is destroyed immediately prior to that coming. So we have, here we are in the book of Isaiah, chapters 13 and 14, the destruction of Babylon, very closely connected to the second coming of Jesus Christ at the Battle of Armageddon. So here we have the fifth event closely connected to the doom of the glory of kingdoms in Isaiah 13 and 14, that nobody is left in the glory of kingdoms and few men left on planet earth. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter 14, starting with verse 21. Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers, that they do not rise nor possess the land nor fill the face of the earth with cities. For I will rise up against them, saith the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and son and nephew, saith the Lord. And I will also make it a possession for the bittern and pools of water. And I will sweep it with the besom of destruction, saith the Lord of hosts. Our number fifth major text on Babylon is Jeremiah chapters 50 and 51. And here we see in chapter 50, verses 29 and 30, that none escapes. Call together the archers against Babylon. All ye that bend the bow, who have nuclear capability, camp against it round about. Notice this. Here it is. Let none thereof escape. Recompense her according to her work, according to all that she hath done, do unto her. For she hath been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. Therefore shall her young men fall in the streets, and all her men of war, all the military, shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord." We'll skip down to verse 32 in Jeremiah chapter 50, where all are devoured by this fire, and the most proud shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up. And I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it shall devour, here it is, it shall devour all round about him. Isaiah 13, 12 and 13, and I will make a man more precious or rare than fine gold, even a man than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore will I shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. So not only do we have everybody in the land of the Antichrist here, who was referred to as the king of Babylon here in Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, but also we have... Very few people here in Isaiah 13, 12 being alive on planet Earth. Very few people survive the Great Tribulation period. 
Also, we have the second coming of Jesus Christ in Isaiah 24. This is not necessarily one of our texts on the destruction of Babylon, but here we see the second coming of Jesus Christ. The sun is darkened. The moon is darkened at the end of chapter 24 of the book of Isaiah. And notice what it says here in verses 5 and 6 of Isaiah chapter 24. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore hath the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, 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 and few men left. Very few people left alive on planet earth. Very few people. And then notice Revelation chapter 18, talking about the fiery destruction of Babylon, that we have the city of Babylon. There's only one great and mighty city of Babylon ever, ever. And that was the historical one. But we have a land, a nation, a kingdom in the Western Hemisphere that is great and mighty also. Here we have the historical city of Babylon, great and mighty, but it fell on October the 13th, 539 B.C. But here we see the destruction of future Babylon, Revelation chapter 18. We're going to start in verse 21 here. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all, no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and of trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And no craftsman whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. And the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets, preachers, and of saints, Christians. And of all that were slain on the earth. There's no more activity in Revelation chapter 18, verses 21 through 24. After its destruction, no more at all. No more at all. The second major event, or the sixth event altogether, has to do with the Antichrist defeat. The Antichrist is a king or political leader. Talking about the king of Babylon back in Isaiah chapter 14, notice what it says in verses 18 through 20. All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory every one in his own house, but thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as a raiment of those that are slain, thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit, as a carcass trodden under feet. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers shall never be renowned. So here we see the fact that the Antichrist, the king of Babylon, as he is referred to here in Isaiah chapter 14, is not joined with him in burial. He's going to be cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. 
Revelation 19, verse 19 says, I saw the base, talking about the battle of Armageddon here, and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat upon the horse and against his army. And the base was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all fowls were filled with their flesh. And so here we see the beast spoken about as the Antichrist is not given a burial. He's defeated. The, the defeat of the Antichrist, the defeat of the king of Babylon in Isaiah 14, the king of the beast in Revelation chapter 19. They're both defeated, both talking about the exact same thing. The man of sin, the son of perdition, that wicked one in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we're going to be picking up here in verse 7, says this, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth or restrains will let or will restrain till he, the Holy Spirit, the restraining power of the Holy Spirit, should be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So here we see in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, the defeat of the Antichrist. And so we have Daniel chapter 7 talking about this beast whose body is given to the burning flame in verse 11, is defeated by Jesus Christ. The Son of Man, as he comes in the clouds of heaven, defeats this beast as his body is given to the burning flame in Daniel chapter 7 verse 11. So what we saw today is four major events prior to today, this fiery sweeping judgment of Babylon. Number two, the greatest of all earthquakes. Number three, the destruction of all the cities in the entire world. Number four, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Number five, every single person killed in the land of the Antichrist, the land of Babylon, with very few people left alive on planet Earth. And number six, the Antichrist being defeated at the coming of the great King, Jesus Christ. Maybe today you're uncertain about your eternal destination, but you believe in the simple gospel message. If so, and God is drawing you here today, pray something like this to say, Dear God, I am a sinner. But I believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, rose again from the dead. I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. Reaching out to families throughout this area, it's prophecy time. If you miss a program, we do have a podcast where you can get our messages anytime for your convenience. Go to Apple or Google Podcasts, then type in the search box, it's prophecy time. You are important to us. Thank you for keeping us in your prayers. It's prophecy time. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, my wife and I would like to send you the Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 promises from the Bible. Please go to our website, bronxbbc.org, scroll down to the PayPal, and don't forget to leave your address so that we can send you this 173-page book. Thank you in advance for helping us 
with this radio broadcast. October is Pastor Appreciation Month. It's Prophecy Time. Thanks you for serving. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.